0: Welcome to a special edition of Fringe Element here, Emergency Podcast, because everyone's got to do one. My name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter at Braden Gall. Special guest, Chris Marler. Chris, tell everybody where they can follow you, where they can get to you, all the good stuff. Uh, you've been on the show before, but let's reiterate where people can find you.
1: All right, my home address and social security <laughs> number for one. No, my, uh, I'm. It's Vern Funquist uh, on Twitter and uh, and Instagram. Not Facebook. I think it's just Chris Marler. But don't friend me on Facebook because I don't want to be on Facebook. No one does, really. I, uh, um, yeah. So just Vern Funquist and then uh, College Football Uncensored podcast, SDS, set it on Top, all that good
0: stuff. Yeah. There you go. So um, also, of course, uh, Fringe Element is brought to you by Jaspers, which is a the next evolution of the sports bar in Nashville. If you're ever in Nashville, we'll we'll take you out to Jaspers. There's free parking. It's all kinds of great food. You know. Why you did gotta... you throw out free parking first and foremost? So it's so it's a downtown Nashville restaurant. Mm-hmm. And any and if if you've ever been to our city you cannot park your vehicle anywhere in downtown without being price gouged by some oh, asshole that's uh, so to have a giant free parking lot where you can just pull in put okay. your vehicle in a spot walk in and have a wonderful meal that's like not like shitty bar food it's like a really yeah. like, it's a high level chef and they got a free game room with air hockey and papa shot and foosball and Okay you know a big papa board. shot guy Shuffleboard. I, I, I'm Shuffleboard. Shuffleboard's my stuff. Okay. Um, they, they got everything. Man, Grab a go market. It's great. And if you're not in Nashville, Four Top Hospitality that owns Jasper's has 13 locations across the Southeast in Huntsville and Jackson, Mississippi and Memphis. All kinds of great restaurants across the Southeast. So make sure you check all that out. All right. Anything happened this week that interested you, Chris? Was there anything that you felt like was interesting that took place <clears> this <throat> week in the SEC? All
1: right, so I'm going to tell you the truth here. It, usually... Like, with my job, especially when I used to just run social media for Saturday on South, I'm on my phone all the time. I feel like I'm constantly entrenched and inundated with all this shit on Twitter and, you know, and social media and all that kind of stuff. As I told you off air, I have done something to my back. Um, and I've just been grandpa Joeing it all week. And had, I, I, like, I heard, like, murmurs. I had, like, a few texts from people. It was like, dude, I heard what Saban said. Spot on. I was like, I don't, we're not. I'm not friends with him, so I don't know why you're telling me (laughs) the pat on the back. Um, And I just kind of assumed it was some kind of off-season stuff that was blown out of proportion, which it basically was. But I just didn't think it was that big of a deal. I just assumed everybody was kind of embellishing how big of a deal they were making it sound. And then by noon on Thursday, yesterday, I saw Jimbo's press conference, and I was just, I mean, like jaw dropped.
0: It's so good, dude. Uh, literally Dan Hawkins, Mike Gundy move over. That yeah. was, that was the best college football press conference because I, I've done this. I, you, you're about, you're a couple years younger than me, but we're about the same age and I've gotten into this business in 05. And I remember Dan Hawkins. I worked with Dan Hawkins. He didn't I, like, the, I don't remember the Dan Hawkins thing. Uh, it was the, he uh, was this ain't intermural's, brother. Like this, <laughs> this, this, <laughs> this whole thing. But like again, that's the whole thing. Dan Hawkins did this thing, and then Mike Gundy sort of took the the, the top spot on the podium with, I'm a man, yeah. I'm 40, come after me, that kind of thing. I Honestly, I think Jimbo Fisher's performance, because I do believe it was performative. I think a lot of it was performative. I don't think
1: he knows that, but yeah.
0: It, yes. Yeah, it was faux outrage, in my opinion, uh, over, again, a, a nothing burger. We'll get into the, all the details of all this, right. because Nick Saban has to know that even though he's right, And it's taken out of context that it's going to be taken out of context. And you cannot use the phrase bought all the players on his team. Like you just can't use that phrase in college football without it sort of sparking something. Also, this has been building for a couple of years. Jimbo and the Nick Saban thing has been building. He beats him on the field, becomes the first assistant, beats him in recruiting. Like it's been building. He's got his chest puffed out a little bit. I think it was all faux outrage. I think it was all performative. And I think even Greg Sankey's mandate for them to apologize was performative. I guarantee you he turns around to his buddies in the office and is like, I can't believe no one's talking about the NBA playoffs, the PGA championship, the <laughs> NHL playoffs. You know what they're talking about? Our league right now in the middle of May.
1: I, so there's so many things that you said that are accurate. But like the performative part, I don't think Jimbo was like putting on a show. I think that's who Jimbo is. And, and, yeah. and I agree with what you're saying. Like Saban, you know, I've heard people say, like, did he not know there was a camera there? Like, you know, maybe that's why he was saying all the stuff. You got to err on the side of ca- caution. He's smarter than that. All, but like, but hear me out here. When when you said multiple times it was taken out of context. When Saban said that Texas A bought their entire recruiting class in a day and age where you are legally allowed to buy your recruiting class, and you knew there was going to be an overreaction. What if just and hear me out?
0: No, oh, I love it.
1: What if we just didn't overreact and took like the words that came out of his mouth? for what they were as factual statements and not personal attacks, because that whole thing was wild to me.
0: Well, you'll have to ask Jimbo about that. Cause he's the only one that can, that can answer that. Um, also lots of like quality pre-snap motion misdirection during that Jimbo Fisher press conference, like refuse
1: like, to miss miss any opportunity to say like any kind of slander.
0: Like these. These, this, like, what did he say? Something about criminals or something? It's like, dude, like, no, Nick Saban did not accuse you of any criminal behavior. Like, just, re- just relax on this. Not a single.
1: Like, there was nothing illegal. Like, there was no part of it that Saban said was illegal. There was nothing that he did that was against right. the rules. Right. None of that was ever said. Like, I, I think yeah. I put it on Twitter this morning. It's like, if you were out like on the West Coast somewhere, right, like, like Portland, San Francisco, LA, whatever, and say you got caught with like weed from like a cop. He's like, hey, is that weed? And he's like, you know what? No, this is not weed. First off, it's not my weed. I've never smoked weed. I don't smoke weed. Okay. Like, first off, you probably smoke weed. Also, you probably should get slapped. That's the kind of reaction. It's like, dude, it's legal. Just yes. chill the fuck,
0: like, chill out, man. Like, it's what, it's what it's it's if your wife doesn't expect you that you're cheating, and then she makes a joke about you cheating. And you're like, no, 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 I never did anything wrong. I never. That was never it, exactly, I, exactly. And I
1: used that example last night, and I wish I didn't because it did not go over well with my girlfriend. But yeah, um, I was gu- I was but, gonna
0: say I, I was in the process of saying it out loud, thinking, oh shit, people think I do that now, and my I'm just, <laughs> I'm just glad my wife doesn't watch any of these shows. So good, good. Um, there you go. No, it's good. It, so there's so much. So let. I want to back up real quickly and talk about the environment with which this was was done in. I don't think this has gotten enough coverage. This was at a very exclusive event with, like, I don't know, 30 of the wealthiest business owners in the state of Alabama. That slam are slam
1: poetry meeting.
0: <laughs> that are all going to pour money into the collective anyway, into the athletic department. And like as usual, this is Nick Saban just threatening all the people in the world that if you don't fix this problem with college football, I'm going to murder you with it. And that's yeah. that's what he did with this the spread offense. It's what he did with the portal. Like it's just and I think that's where Jimbo is sort of maybe a little sensitive here. He's all Texas m is all in their feelings. Like the Ross Bjork comments about like Nick Saban should be this or that. And I'm like, dude, Ross Sportsmanship. Dude, when's the last Freeze. You freeze. Time you said sportsmanship?
1: You freeze. <laughs> Like, as an adult man, when's the last time you said the word sportsmanship, for real?
0: Oh, man. Uh, well, I've got two small kids, so uh, it, it comes out in different forms to the four- and the five-year-old. But, but yes, not, in a, not, in, not, not at any point during discussions about SEC football.
1: No. It, it, like, I just the, – the, it was the most A&M thing imaginable for them to tattle immediately. Like, Jimbo comes out here and does this whole thing where he's like, you know, no, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't shy away from, from confrontation. And that was, like, seconds after he was, like, yeah, he called. I didn't pick it up. Uh-uh. Um, but he so was, like, I don't Yeah. I was, like, so then he's talking about how he doesn't shout away from, like, confrontation all this other stuff. And then they immediately went and paddled. And, like, listen, A&M is a great university with a lot of tradition. And I know their fan base loves A&M. You know, just, like, I don't know, Heaven's Gate probably loved Kool-Aid. That same kind of thing. But, like, <laughs> if we're being honest, like, I just – it's it's so perfectly A and M with like the boy cheerleaders and the finger guns and the swaying back and forth like a summer camp sing along to be like you know what
0: Wow. wow. we're gonna tattle. I, um,
1: uh
0: This is this. this I, I guess we'll just we'll just omit who you uh, grew up rooting for. In, <laughs> in I mean, no, I mean, like, listen, I'm, I can I'm be play, objective I'm about
1: playing. it. And the the other part of it is too, though, is I always say this for a nation of haters, like we're gonna look to be angry about something without trying to like logic you know aaron's really good about this your co-host like there's been times like i would talk to her about stuff and i would go off about something happening at work and she would just sit there in silence be like are you done because i got like i want you to hear what you said so you can realize how much of an overreaction this is and that's what i feel like the entire internet did because it's like the whole people weighing in from all blue checks from all over the place that somehow race or or like nil stuff like the the transfer portal stuff like this very weird, like fake narrative of like Saban doesn't like the uh, kids getting money, doesn't like the transfer doesn't like any of that.
0: No, he's not Dabo.
1: It, no, thank God, <laughs> thank God for that. But I mean, it's just bizarre to me how no matter how many times you can you can say something out loud, right? About how, like and then also follow it up with your actions. Like, there's no way that Saban hasn't at some point been a part of a program where players were getting oh, money.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, we go. The, the, we yeah. do have to we do have to address the two different comments, which is the parody comment on the Fine Mom show, and then this one too. Like you, you have to. This, this is where I. I you, we can't fix the media, and we can't fix right. things being taken out of context and the sensationalistic nature of the media and what drives en- engagement is what is the profit model for big media. Like that's what it is. So you're going to take Ryan Tannehill's comments about mentorship out of context, even though I was standing, I was standing five feet away and didn't even react to it at all. I was like, Oh, that's, that's right. Like (laughs) I didn't even have a reaction, but all the national media has to lose their minds over this stuff. Also the off season. So whatever, but like, but like Nick, like I believe in what Nick Saban said in theory, both times in theory, I'm with you, Nick. I wish we had parody, but it falls on deaf ears when you say those things as the head coach of the organization that, that has the most advantages of any. Even in his comments, he said, "Well, like academic support and healthcare." And I'm like, "Yeah, you're at Alabama, where you have more of that than everyone else." Do you think Troy has the same medical coverage as Alabama they have more than everyone
1: else? I mean, no, you're right about that. And you made a really good point about this the other day too about the parody thing because, like, there's no part of Nick Saban that wants parody. He wants to, he wants to just slowly take the will out of every single person and competitor that he has to face like for real like, like oh, know. <laughs> and, you know and that's why I wasn't bothered by the narcissist comments yesterday from from Jimbo because it's like I'm sure there is some level of narcissism they're, like, they're all narcissists
0: new... all right. of them all of them
1: but but to have the whole thing like like I don't think that bam like Texas a and a program that since 2015 has spent over $570 million on just football facilities. And they just approved a $205 million like project that they're going to put. Like they also are the only, they were the first school to ever give a Dan Uggla contract to an actual coach God. side the 10 years, 75 million guaranteed like that. Like those what are a, kind of like, a, what a reference
0: by the way. No, what a reference by the way. Uh, also, I believe That's Dan Uggla pride of uh co- Spring Hill, Tennessee, Columbia. I think he's from Nashville. I think you lost so. me at Pride. Um, but yes,
1: that guy hit like 215 <laughs> for five straight sure years of the, the break. Dingers,
0: there. hit dingers, dude, hit dingers.
1: Real quick, I ran into him one time at a bar before the season, like a week before, and I was like, "Hey, man, best of luck." Because my friend was going to talk to him, and he goes, "I'm dropping 45 this year," and then flex. And I was like, "I just, I'm going to go that's, get a Bud Light." I'm that just, is the just,
0: that's f- the that's the most predictable Dan Uggla response I ever. Right? <laughs>
1: it, like, and then just did push ups. I was like, "Why don't you just hit 260?" I don't know. We'll call it even. But um, <laughs> no, but, like the whole thing with like the advantages part, I get what you're saying, but I don't feel like like Saban is not coming off this. Like all the things he laid out. Again, he's not he wasn't attacking A and M. He he no. should probably shouldn't have used like that, you know, like them by name. But it, like he's pointing out all of the flaws and all of the, the current and potential problems that we're seeing with NIL that we're all seeing unfold, right? Like, yeah. you know, the Jordan Addison thing that came out and obviously it ended up not being true, but like we're all watching this unfold and it's a very new concept that no one like the incident relay is completely backed off. There's like there's it's it's the wild, wild west. So him saying all that, it still blows my mind that we could – it's all legal. It's all legal. There is nothing to get that upset about.
0: And they agree. Here's the thing. They agree with each other.
1: They kept saying the same things, right?
0: Yes. In the middle of his press conference, Jimbo Fisher's like, yeah, I think we need some uniformity around name, image, and likeness, which is all that Nick Saban was saying
1: they both every of the way of bringing in the government too, which I was just oh, like, okay, how do you guys not do this? I no, this
0: is Greg's, This is what's going to happen is Greg Sankey is the only one who can really do anything about this, and it'll be an SEC rule, uh, unless we have a, a full-on breakaway from the NCAA, which is pending and looming in about ten years. Right. any in, 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 Anyway, um, but there's nobody that can do this other than the, the conference commissioners. I think the conference commissioners can can probably do something about this, but they're kind of the only ones that I trust to really do it. Um, yeah. And, but but again, this is. Same thing with Nick Saban is like, oh, I've never all right, we've never had a recruit get paid ever from the school that's been on probation more than any other school in the history of college football. Well, for That's actually
1: true. But yeah, it's not,
0: it's not <laughs> great. But like, again, I also don't care. I don't There's no reason. To, there's no reason I to bring it up. Right. Yes. It's just it, again, in theory, I agree with what he with Nick Saban is saying in both instances it just doesn't land really well right. when you are the one ben- ha- that has benefited probably the most. It, and and this is the other thing I can't stand from Alabama fans right now. They're like, "Well, why? Then just go out and work harder and, and recruit more." And I'm like, "No, no. This isn't an argument about Nick Saban's talent. Like his he is yeah. the greatest. He's the greatest coach of all time. And if there was a level playing field, which is what I think is going to happen." We're all every athlete in the sec that plays football is going to get 50 grand a year. And that's going to be the rule. And that'll, that'll try to level the playing field to some degree. He's still going to beat you because he's just better than you. So it's not about. Yeah. Know. That's what
1: I don't understand the whole complaint about what he's the, all the benefits is getting because like, like Alabama is not, I mean, Alabama is not USC. Alabama is not Texas. Alabama is not even Tennessee. Right. Like, like from a resources standpoint, I, I I mean, maybe I just agree, uh, dis, agree to disagree on that. But but again, the weirdest part of all of this is these two old men yelling into the wind about <laughs> stuff that is totally acceptable now. Like, yes, that they and, agree and on. listen, I grew up as an Alabama fan. There's zero doubt in my mind that Alabama has paid four players in some capacity since Nick Saban's been there. Yeah, Jalen Waddell was like 50 grand. It was a steal. I'll just I mean, let's just call it what it is.
0: I mean, before he got hurt, yes, it was a steal. Um, oh, there's, there's, up, there's, yeah. the, there's well, I, Listen, as a as a staunch Jalen Waddle stand, who owns him in the Keeper Dynasty League in the NFL, like I am a huge Waddle guy. I I, I I still think the 2020 coaching job was the best coaching job Nick Saban's ever done because their best player didn't play for most of the season. Yeah. Uh, on that team. Um, the, the, there's a couple other things here um, with Jimbo also, and and I don't uh, to this conversation about and. And, and people know how this works. You know how this works. I think Nick Saban has plausible deniability. Jimbo Fisher has plausible. All these coaches have plausible deniability about recruiting. But don't tell me oh, that yeah. there is not – don't tell me we, – we know how the system works – off the books, which is there's yeah. some somebody that runs a region of the of the state or the country, and if somebody somebody's dad needs a, a new engine in their tractor, somebody's dad gets a new engine in their tractor or a new job. It just you know a washing machine shows up when they need it, and like who cares if someone's in need of a washing machine? Like let let an Alabama booster provide an al- a washing machine to a mom that needs to do some laundry for her kids. Like it's just not. Yeah, it's and not- a Dodge
1: Charger while we're at it just to drive <laughs> the washing machine over there. No, but like, and that's another thing too. That I think I hate, there's a few things I hate more in this world than cliches. Just like as somebody that did stand up, like just a, the most low hanging fruit shit ever is like, like the Dodge Charger thing drives me nuts because the every school has done that. And the way they do it is you set up a deal with the dealership, you sign something on like your first day, and you pay a dollar down or something like that. And then you, like, three to four years afterwards, then you pay it off the car or, or maybe you don't. But like all of that, they found loopholes. And like, as people have been doing in college football and cheating for years and years and years, cheating without cheating. Uh, the thing about Jimbo yesterday going in there and they asked about the collective and he, and he immediately backtracked. And this is the thing you, you brought up like the, the example of the cheating thing earlier. The moment somebody starts talking that fast, and I know he already, he already talks that way. He's like wired that way. If only his
0: offense could run that many plays, like it would be oh great. Oh my
1: God. I, well, you know what? I can't hate on Zach Galzada for last year, but um, like like the lengths that he went to and the things that he was like defending and denying that were never brought up, yep. were never brought up. Yep. I, like that's what I really had a hard time understanding. And when he said the collective thing, and that's a, like such a good point, I don't know how that works. I don't know how it works. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah you, you know exactly You
0: know exactly how it works.
1: <laughs> and also, like you came from Saban's tree, it, and that's another part that's so weird. Is it like if yeah. you talk to anybody that like was in that coaching tree? If you ask, like, what's the one guy that like Saban respects the most? It's always been Jimbo. It's yeah. always been Jimbo. So it's just ugh,
0: it's weird. That, which which that that's where I was going to get to. Which is it in general. When you begin to do the we are perfect, I dare you to look into us kind of thing, it normally never works out well for you. No. It's just it's just not a smart strategy, Cotton, to just be like, We're perfect, we've never done anything wrong, come check. Like Ugh. it did, it, it didn't work, it hasn't worked for anybody. Obviously, Hugh Freeze is the, ma- the main one that comes to mind where he just tweets right. at like he just tweets at the NCAA, like, come and find something. Like I forgot about that. Like of course, they're gonna find something. Laquan Treadwell's posting stacks of hundies on Instagram. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, he's
1: from Illinois and just wanted to just <laughs> stroll on down to Oxford. But, but that's also another good point. You talk about that recruiting class, like having like out of, out of nowhere. You know, where there's smoke, there's fire. Like, if you've had five total five stars in the past five years at that school, yeah, yeah. and you sign eight eight in one class.
0: I, well, I I I think it's different for Ole Miss and A and M though. I, I think A and M because of the Lord. Well, <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Um, uh, flip phones and the Lord. Uh, no, I, I to, to me, <laughs> to me, it's just a And M is it's more believable because a And M has the bigger budgets. They've got the better right. recruiting base. Like, there's more logic to why a And M can be great at recruiting. Jimbo Fisher mm-hmm. did it did it at Florida State. He's got a ring on his finger. Like, I I don't. Again, this goes to things that I don't care about, which is, uh, I, and public's perception of this I think has shifted dramatically in the last ten years. Like, I I just don't. The, the the moral high ground is gone on paying players. It's just it's yeah. gone, like it's it's disappeared because we all agree that if you're going to put your body on the line for four years for a university, it's going to make millions of dollars off of you. That you know what, you probably should get a, get a little kickback. Like nobody cares. Right. Any, nobody cares anymore. So I don't care if the players got bought and paid for legally nope. or illegally. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I just I, I find it this to me is so it's it's to your point about overreaction. I don't think we can li- until. Until profit is removed from media, you're never going to not have overreaction. And that's a far different topic for a different podcast.
1: The overreaction is fine. It was just I was blown away by the amount of people that are in media that just like just like strolled on up to to like the event and haven't been doing anything involving college football for I don't know fucking decades, like, I, you know, like, excuse my language, like, and just, and and then immediately can see this thing and take it out of, like, take it out of context so far to be like, you know what? Saban said all these things that, like, he laid out all of these potential issues. My first reaction is he's complaining. Well, that's another thing. What is he complaining about? He had the number two recruiting class. It's not like he's hurting for recruits. They just played in in the sixth national championship game in seven years. That whole thing about Saban whining was like, I... I just, I would disagree with that. But the other part of it is to to see this, like a paragraph of words and be like, you know what, this guy hates the transfer portal and we should probably bring race into this. I just was blown away.
0: (laughs) Who did the the race thing? Like I didn't even see that. So it was the guy. I guess guess I've curated curated my feed so well that uh, all the stupidity is out of it, I guess. I don't know. Oh
1: man, I think I've curated so I can find more of it and just ruin (laughs) my day. Um I found this last night at roughly okay. one a.m. and it kept me up for hours. It was um oh god cuz it was it was two, it was two people and they were going back and forth like high-fiving each other on being wrong. Um <laughs> it was it was ridiculous. It was so there was a the guy out of Houston who is hold on I'm pulling it up right now my mom no, don't don't
0: am, don't amplify.
1: No no I am. Um it no, was so, Shireen Williams was the was a lady who was talking about it and then the other guy was
0: Jose De Jesus Ortiz. Are these are these media people?
1: Yes. So oh, okay. Jose de Jesus Ortiz is a editor for Our Esquina, which means Our Esquina, and <laughs> he covers the Astros, Mets, and uh, and Rays.
0: So big, big it, college it, football guy. It, interesting. Um, I, I'll say this: I, I will give the college SEC in particular like after we all sort of like got our, our rocks off watching Jimbo i think everybody everybody's been pretty tempered actually most sec media that i've talked to about this is all like i'm not sure why we're vilifying nick saban like I, i'd like to yeah. but i can't really do it so i actually think the people that know the game and know the sport and know nick saban i think have had an appropriate level of sort of reaction to this like i don't have any real issue with what nick saban said i don't really have any problem with I find the Jimbo Fisher stuff to be entertaining, but I don't find a whole lot of substance there. Like, uh, you know, again, like it is what it is. And this, this is where I want to, we can wrap up the conversation. Yeah. on this. All of this, the parody commentary, the transfer portal commentary, all this stuff, you know what this really tells me? And I think it's the only thing that matters in all of this. Nick Saban loves his freaking 2022 team. He loves oh, it. He's relaxed. Huh? He loves it, dude, because last year he knew he had like a mentally, fragile sort of young roster of players that he had to kind of be delicate with. And he, a he came, hall, he came out and like, he he came out and defended him all the time and said all these positive things. And it was like, who is this guy? We've never seen this person before. I think we're going to see And Aaron Suttles said this on our show a couple of weeks ago. He said, we're going to see a lot more meltdowns from Nick Saban this year. And I was like, hell yes, bring it on. And that means he loves his team yep. and it, it means they're going to be damn good as we all expect to be number one, probably in the nation and be the favorite to win the national title. So, uh, well it's because
1: they've had all the advantages and, and i'll tell you another thing too when you got all the advantages <laughs> it's it's easy if there's one thing we can agree winning national championships is yeah. easy and i think Jimbo's proven that especially since he hasn't played for a single title in the last seven years um wow i mean like if we're just looking at
0: facts I'm, no i'm, I'm here just, for the petty i am here for the petty i want all the petty in the world give it to me this always is
1: correct because i got a, i got a text this morning at like i started a tweet storm at like 6:30 a.m it, again all rooted in facts. Like, these are just numbers about Jimbo Fisher and his recruiting. 11 of his 13 recruiting classes all time, top 10. Like, I think he's his last 10 of 11 years, he started the season out where they were ranked in the top 15. They finished ranked three times. Mm. Or they finished ranked higher than, than they were in the preseason three times. Uh, give him all the recruits. Give him all the recruits. Because as long as you go out there playing like – I don't know, EJ Manuel or or who was the other kid? Ponder that, that was the first undrafted Christian,
0: Christian Ponder.
1: Yeah, I, yeah Mi- as long as you play Kellen Mon and all those guys, I'm like I, we're we're good,
0: we're good. Mister Sam Ponder, um, is is exactly right. But I do is. agree with
1: you about this this team. Uh, I think and
0: and I, I always have to say this. I have to put this PSA out there because people listening are college football fans, and I know you're all anxiety riddled freaks right now. None of this will affect your Saturday afternoon. At all. Literally none of this. You, If anything, your team might have a better chance to make the playoff when it expands. Like literally every single thing we've argued about for the last 18 months, I'm going to take my car. I'm going to park it in the same goddamn parking spot. I'm going to cook the same brisket next to the same people and drink the same beer wearing the same shirt, singing the same fight song on the same street that I have for 35 yeah, years. Yeah, you
1: got to switch it up a little.
0: Well, I mean, you know, I just, it's just the same. It goes from Adidas to Nike, and, you know, you got to change when they change yeah. their contract. But, like, other than that, it you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't affect right. your Saturday. You're going to sit in the same section of the stadium that you've sat in for 35 years, and you're going to sit with your friends, and you're going to have a great time on Saturday. Like, that's it. And, frankly, the SEC middle class is better than it's ever been. I've never, yeah. seen, a, I've never seen a year, dude, where 13 teams... Are going to go in? Auburn doesn't count, so let's just take Auburn away. Ugh. Every single team in the SEC is happy. Like, okay, well, I mean, they're all Brian happy. Brian
1: Harson's happy. Do you see him tweet yesterday during this whole shit show? <laughs> well, <laughs> he's like somebody, somebody, somebody sent me this yesterday. It was like in the middle of all this. Brian Harson just tweeted tonight. He's like, can't wait to get back to Jordan Hare on Saturday. <laughs> is the best fans in America. And it was like that is one of my favorite <laughs> tweets of all time, just because of the context of what was happening around him, but. Yeah, listen, and I'll say last thing, just because I've I know I defended Saban. he was wrong about the speculation thing about Jackson State. I don't think any of us know the facts on that because it's Jackson State, right? That kind of stuff. He he probably shouldn't have been speaking out of pocket, but
0: anyway. Yeah, yeah, and I think man, I think that's fair. Is Brian Harson like that funny? Like, is he that dry? Or do you think there's no way it was on purpose? Yeah, I was going to say no way. Yeah, there's no way. Um, The other thing I would have paid a lot of money for. And I know we keep saying like one last thing here, but um, if I could have gotten Steve Sarkeesian and Brent Venables on a phone call and a glass of whiskey last night and recorded the thing and been like, "Do y'all know what y'all are getting yourselves into, <laughs> dude?" Uh, like, I
1: they that is going to be such a weird, weird like clash because they're a perfect fit because they're 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 narcissists that like don't give a shit about any of their programs and think that they're the best and all that kind of stuff. Just like every fan base in the T. But my God, are they in for a rude
0: awakening? They, they, they the, the "adjust means more" thing. I hate it because it's so true on both sides of the spectrum, yeah. right? Like it's true because of the good, it's true because of the bad. But you don't understand it unless you're in it. No, you just you just don't. And we just we just spent 30 minutes talking about how meaningless this entire thing was, and that command, that commanded our entire conversation in all of sports for you know the, probably this entire week. And Texas and Oklahoma, just, they don't get it. They're very good programs, wow. great fans, like all the all the compliments in the world to those programs. They're going to be great additions, but they, you just, and until you're at an egg bowl, you don't get it. No, i tell you
1: what, we should have signed off on the tweet that somebody sent out, like under the name Harvey Updike. Oh, Did you see this? No. Hit, so, so I, it didn't go viral, but it was like around like Bama Twitter. And again, like was like from Harvey Updike was like, AM fans, like no hard feelings, but like make sure you quote t- quote tweet this with your favorite tree on campus. I'm going to make a visit in, in uh, October.
0: So okay. good. Perfect. So perfect. Good. Um, tell everybody where they can hear you. Um, you got the YouTube stuff, you got the podcast, you got the, the Twitter account. Tell everybody what's going on.
1: Um, all right. So I will be uh, on Saturday on South YouTube, still trying to figure out how video processing works. That's been a lot of fun. Um again, despicable that I had to change my role in the offseason right now with so much stuff going on. You know what I mean? Just yeah. despicable. Yeah, but point. no, Vern Funquist on all social media. Um, give me a follow. You'll like it for at least three days, and then it'll be suffer- like just insufferable. But yeah, College Football Uncensored Podcast, that's the big one. Um, would love for you all to give it a listen. If you love bad words and um and sometimes good takes, you'll like the podcast. So
0: well, that, that's what we're that's what we're all striving for. Bad words and good takes. That's the new name of the, of the next show we'll launch here on the network. Also, I'm very jealous that you and Aaron apparently have a relationship outside of me that I didn't know about. That bothers me now. And now I'm a little offended by that. So thank you, dude. Great talking to you, man. Uh, we'll hang out uh, sometime. Come up to Nashville. I'll buy you a drink. And we'll go to Jasper's, by the way, where the parking is free. The shuffleboard is great. The air hockey, pop a shot. You got Skee-Ball in there. It's all great. If so, you think uh, I
1: won't go to Nashville just for free Papa shot and beer and, and Skee-Ball, you obviously do not understand my bank account. So The whole fine. trip
0: is free. The whole trip is free. Uh, you got to pay for gas, which is really fucking expensive. So. You know what? That's a
1: different episode we got
0: to do. Yep. We can do that one too. Uh, thank you guys all for listening. Rate, review, subscribe. Check out the YouTube page as well. Everything Chris does. Thank you, man. Always a pleasure. My name is Braden Gold. Thanks for hanging out with us. This has been Fringe Element here on the 440 Sports Network.